big pain in the ass. I wouldn't like uh, tell anybody it's a fun time. It's mm-hmm. not. I can't imagine it's a fun time. <laughs> I mean, Hopefully, at the end. now that it's started, it, it'll start getting a little better, but we'll see. Yeah. What what's the turnaround on something like that? I mean, you guys still have what like another year ahead of you. But say at least a year. The turnaround yeah. is at least a year. Well, from now they they said it should be done by uh July, August. So 7 oh. months. That's not from, too horrible. From time of dig, but but from the time of <laughs> start that's like 20 months. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Because, you, you know, you had to buy the, the land and then uh, sign the, because we just bought the land cash, but pick out your plans and then get your um, financing all done. And and then you have to drop 20% on what you finance. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I mean, at the end, you're going to have a house, a person, yeah. like your own house Hopefully. built for you, which is cool shit. <laughs> Yeah. I, no, at this point, there's no hopefully. There's no fingers crossed. It's just how old will he be when the house is done? That's, that's the real that's question. Too. You can retire in your house. Congratulations. Oh, thank thank you for building three. this house. My daughters are in high school. Wonderful. Have, we don't need three more anymore. I'll have three more kids and then I won't have enough bedroom. <laughs> well, you know what you have to do. You have to build a new house. <laughs> no! It just keeps repeating. (laughs) Time to get your fix. It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good. It's not great. Horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair. It's really not that good. Gaming Podcast. Hello, my name is Zachariah with Old Man Gaming. You have decided for whatever reason to tune into another horrible gaming podcast, but I am not alone, nor am I ever with me. As always, is my co-host... Neil, aka a tiny wizard. But ladies and gentlemen, the Triforce is complete one final time. Well, not one final time forever, One final but... time. Yeah, not no one final time forever. Last Just... time. <laughs> We've had a series, series of Triforce episodes. Uh, so you know who it's going to be. The Buildmaster General. Yo, what's up, old man? Fam? Phil Billy 330 here, back again into the podcast. For a second there, it sounded like you you forgot three three zero. You ever have like spit yeah. caught in your throat? That's okay, was. <laughs> that's your body trying to kill you. <laughs> your body's like, no, we've done enough. Uh, all right, well, before we get, we got a fun show. The foundation is here with me uh, because we are going to be breaking down our most anticipated games of 2022. Uh, what we want to see in 22, what, what games of 2022 we are really excited to see. Uh, but before we get into that, we got to get into the credits. A couple of people helped make this episode. As usual, we've got to thank them. Number one, if you're watching this on YouTube behind the fancy timestamps, you're seeing fancy graphics. Some of those are ripped directly from the internet like the thief that I am, but any custom-made ones are provided by Mr. Mark Bell. We thank him for that. And then, of course, course the theme song for this show and all of the shows here at 
Old Man Gaming is provided by my brother, the man who makes the music, Nick Van Sliders. We thank him for that. Horrible Gaming Podcast. That brings us to our first segment and our most important segment by far. That is Fan Traction. That's where us, the co-hosts, talk to you guys, the fans, directly. We read out your comments in all the places that we get them. Uh, we, we riff on them, and sometimes we choose them as the talk down. Uh, we are going to be reading comments for two episodes this week because, you know, we've got two episodes. Last week, if you haven't listened, we posted the Horrible Game Awards, the third annual. It was a really fun show. Uh, our community basically come came together to pick all of the awards and stuff for what, what we thought the games of the year were. Um, so go check that out if you haven't checked it out already. Uh, but before that, let's get into the actual comments. So first, of course, William Houwen. William, lovely to see you. He says, hi, with the exclamation point. Love it. Love it. It's his t-shirt right there. First of all, I wish you the best holiday times possible. Now, Zach, how funny is it that your only positive prediction didn't happen? Gosh, modern gaming sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my prediction. Neil is going to lose the piece of paper where he noted the predictions. Great show. <laughs> Thanks for the year of weekly entertainment. Cheers. Thank you, you for know, your comments always, William. You know. <laughs> Did you lose funny. it already? <laughs> no, it's funny he brings that up. Because I knew that I would lose that piece of paper, I actually took a picture of it and have it saved to my Google <laughs> Photos cloud. So it ain't going okay. nowhere. Right. Now also, I just William, have... he also covered it in jelly, so that way he yeah. can just sniff it out. <laughs> yeah. That jelly. That was, that was a money <laughs> comment right there. <laughs> uh, then uh, Asylum 66. Phil, it will be okay. Gotham Knights will have some bugs, but nothing too bad. The problem will be the game just falling flat and being boring. I'm so scared it will suck. He then goes on to say, Zach, Xbox themselves said they are not done purchasing studios. They may, be, they may not buy one in 2022, but it will not be for lack of trying. I don't think they said that they were definitely not done purchasing studios. I think they said, hey, if we want to buy something, we'll buy it, and if we don't, we don't. You know, I don't think they ever directly said that they were definitely still going to be buying studios. I don't know, but I could be wrong on that one. And I hope Gotham Knights is good. I really do. It looks like a fun premise. It really does. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know if his was much more his guess was much more optimistic than mine. <laughs> no, it won't be buggy. It'll just be boring as fuck. Right. That's he went true. a different route. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, Asylum66, thank you again for the comment on the Horrible Game Awards. He said, Enlisted and Dead by Daylight, those would be my picks. Back for Blood died pretty quickly in my group. Halo is fun, but the combo of map plus new movement makes it dull quickly. And then he says, I comment for you, Kev. Asylum, we appreciate that. We really do. Uh, and then I actually responded to him and said I never heard of Enlisted. Uh, Dead by Daylight is a good one, but I think that it just suffered from our community not playing it as much. I think Dead by Daylight's a great game. Uh, I have I dabbled in it for like a hot second, but uh, it's just not my style of game, and I think our community just doesn't play it that much to really get it on our lists. 
Have you guys ever heard of Enlisted? I haven't. Uh, I I meant to look it up after I read this yeah. comment and I forgot. This is the same yeah, here. I have no idea what I have no idea what Enlisted is. I 100% re- responded to this comment in a parking lot uh, because I was waiting for Aldi's to open to go grocery shopping. That <laughs> so is probably I, the most old man ass yeah. thing you have ever <laughs> stated. It's true. It's true. And then I was like, later, I've got to go look that up. And I just fucking forgot. So I will look it up. I will look it up, Asylum. I promise. I promise. I'll always read them at work, and then by the time I yeah. finish from that nightmare, I forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times, like, I'll be listening to our stuff back, and I'll think to myself, I should I should make a comment about that next time, and then I just never remember to do it. Uh, but that that ends fan traction. You guys have anything to add? No, not really. No. I I want to I want to ask a question we haven't asked a question in months and months and months Ooh. but I want to I want to put this out there. Look, you guys are about to hear the three of us's most anticipated 2022 slated release game. Uh, we want to know what you guys' is. Let us know what you're watching, what you're really excited for in 2022 and what you want to play. If you agree with us, that's great. If not, you know, tell us tell us what yours is. We we'll talk about it next week. I think that might even spark a nice talk down, honestly. I legitimately thought you were going to say, tell us to fuck off. You can tell us to fuck off. That's fine. I, we're a very loose show with swearing. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. You're going to have a much harder time with YouTube when you're telling us to fuck off than us. <laughs> like, we're yeah. totally okay with it. YouTube's going to have a serious problem with it and immediately delete your comments. So, All right. So let's go ahead and move on to the first talk talking point then. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, so our talking point today is really fun, everybody. I really wanted to do this. Uh, you know, we did our prediction show. Then we did the Horrible Game Awards. Now we're going to do our anticipation show, 2022. We have just started it. These are the first days of it. Uh, so what better way than to talk about the games that are supposedly coming out this year? <laughs> supposedly. Supposedly. That's the key word in all <laughs> key of Key word. That we, are very, that we are most excited for, that we most want to play, that we think are going to be the best games. So I think, why don't I, let's just go to uh, power uh, the Power Triforce. Let's go to Phil Billy. What what's your first one, man? All right, I'm gonna do it. Um, <laughs> I know this is gonna overlap a little bit. Let's but get I'm it out of the way. To talk about this one, so I'm gonna go ahead and say Tiny Tina's Wonderland, the new uh, Borderlands entry, will be my probably my most anticipated and most nervous about in 2022 as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's yeah. let's talk about it. Uh, go ahead, Neil. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was I was actually I was gonna ask. Uh, have you guys seen both of the class videos that they've put up so far? They put up yes. the one. Yep. Yeah. The the other one was like two weeks ago or something like They're that. They're very you know, small though. They haven't given they us a are lot. Very really. small. But I I have to say I am loving the fact that it looks like they're gonna give melee a pretty good focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In I, all of this, I don't think it'll be primary, but no, it, no. it'll be much more representative than any other Borderlands entry. <laughs> it's like well, feasible to have a melee build. Well, and that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Just because 
just because they don't think it's going to be primary doesn't mean because oh, they yeah. they often don't realize what they're putting in their games. Oh yeah, that's why there's so many broken builds because right. they're not as big of nerds as the people who build like. They're like, like, whoops! Yeah, so it, while they don't think it's going to be feasible, it doesn't mean that somebody who doesn't really want it to happen doesn't make it feasible. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'll figure out a way in that, too. I'm really excited for that game for the customization. Uh, I think that they really need to show us a little bit more, and I purposely left this one off my list because I knew probably both of you would be picking it today. So I was like, I'm not going to be a third person to have overlap. Just know that it would have had overlap. But uh, when we decided to do three, honestly, I was bumped because I could do like six, I think, games well, that I missed. I was for thinking at the end if we want to throw in maybe some uh, honorable honorables. Yeah. 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 yeah, just rattle them off real quick. Uh, can, I, can I. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. But. Uh, on the task at hand, which is the game we're speaking about right now, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, I really, really am hoping for a wonderful, like, uh, 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 a wonderful character creation system, some real good customization. I'm excited for the melee stuff, but I'd also like some sort of, like, really cool procedurally generated endless loop. Uh, if the story it's there, I'm not, I'm not a opposed to the story being there at all i like the borderlands stories but i want something like what torchlight did uh and this is gonna sound old because i know neither one of you have played torchlight but the original torchlight you went through like these 20 levels of the dungeon and then once you got through it it unlocked this thing that just procedurally generated dungeons so you could keep going back in and on and on and on i'd love something like that with this uh, I'm hoping to see something like that, even with maybe some roguelite options, uh, kind of an expounded proving grounds. But yeah, from from what it looked like, from what we've seen so far, which you, like you said, has been very little. Um, yeah, I I'm really hoping it's something that kind of keeps more towards like what they did with Borderlands Three. I don't personally don't want a very heavy live service side to it i'm totally fine with it being there because i didn't think it was like overtly intrusive mm. in borderlands 3 i just you know they needed to refresh it maybe just a smidge more than they actually did with the halloween decorations all the way up through christmas <laughs> and whatnot but uh yeah i i want this to be good because i've always playing borderlands i have always wanted that sort of like man they had that DLC. That DLC was really cool. They should just turn that into a full-fledged thing. And I never <laughs> would have thought in a million years that they actually would do it and yeah. like do it with purpose. I just hope it lives up to what I hope it's going to be. What do you think, Phil? Well, um, I know so, we kept cutting you off there. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if the roguelite thing is really going to come into play. I don't care one way or the other. I just hope they have... The content in it obviously um i wouldn't mind if if it does successfully if they do dlc in this dlc like world but the thing that i'm that concerns me the most is i hope they learn from the downfalls of borderlands 3 mm. and reel it back a little bit and uh develop it more like borderlands 2 like they got to create i hope they've learned that the remember how in borderlands 3 you had your guns your elements and then they had those uh it's been so long since i've played it but they added those uh 
they were like perks on yeah. equipment mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Get rid of that. Because what that did was it made the grind um, bad, mm-hmm. and it it was bad because there weren't uh, specific drops. Like each boss could have in Borderlands Two. If I wanted to get a Maggie, I knew I had to go farm this boss, and he dropped a Maggie every time I killed him. So I just had to farm him for the right element or whatever the right parts of the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, where in Borderlands 3, they would be like, oh, you want a Maggie? You could kill this boss who has a one in six chance of dropping a Maggie and all these other guns. And then you're looking in that for the right parts, the right element, and the right uh, whatever they called those, the perk things that were attached to the gun too. It became such a boring grind and that killed borderlands three for Uh, me and i know neil didn't like necessarily go deep like that that yeah depth but that's how i play borderlands is i get really deep i go into the builds and stuff as anyone who's been around for a while might know but who's been Um, on this channel yeah the reason we called him the bell master general i personally think uh i think that problem could have also been corrected by just bumping up the drop rates so that you could get more of those unique weapons on each run uh, so that you could find the one you want a little bit easier. Anthem suffered from that problem, like almost the exact same problem. And I think Borderlands got carried through a little bit on the diehard loyalness of the the fans that are into Borderlands, you know? Uh, I think that if they increase that drop rate a little bit more, that might be... It wasn't even so much the drop rate. It was the fact that the, the like, they, they drop rate would be 100% even in Borderlands 3, but it would be 100% on six different things. You right. know what I mean? Right, so right. So like, they need to spread the loot pool out over the game farther, I right. guess would be what I would say. Isn't Because the drop rate, quote unquote, was okay, but it was the the loot pool spread was garbage. So one boss was the provider of six different weapons. They, or they should like find creative ways to let you get the thing you wanted. You know, like destiny was really good at that where it's like, you want this specific gun. Okay. There's a specific quest that if you do it so many times, you get the gun, you know, exactly how you want it. I think a part of that stems from, the uh, the procedural generation system that they used for the guns because it was a great idea because you could have endless combinations uh-huh. of weapons but there was no way to like oh I have this this shotgun that does X Y and Z just because of how it generated well I want a way to modify that effect into something else that I have right. it didn't have a way to do that and I feel like that also kind of detracted a little bit because like you said, yeah, you you had a chance of getting, you know, you had a chance of getting something that you were looking for, but if it wasn't exactly what you were looking for as well. So you were contending with the chance that something was going to drop exactly what it was that you were looking for as well as whatever mm-hmm. other randomly generated stuff because I got some like broken shotguns dropped for me. Right. <laughs> broken well, shotguns early early on and then, and then those the become completely useless too with the leveling system, you know. And then yeah. what you need you need that shotgun but you need it at like a level fucking 70 or something, you right. know, like yeah. Yeah. 
I don't yep. know. Uh, okay. I just <laughs> hope they play with that and, and they fix that because that's what killed. That's why I have thousands and thousands of hours in Borderlands 2 and only lower thousands of hours in <laughs> Only lower thousands. <laughs> only half the thousands. Um, I, w- I would have I've to say... I've played for two months in Borderlands 3. <laughs> I'd have to, on the subject of this game coming out, though, I would really like to see more of their uh, class system sometime soon, since this game is only like two months in away March. Yeah, yeah it's coming yeah. out in march and and like the stuff they keep showing off is like she drops a cheeto on the board and that becomes part of the story yeah i don't give a fuck about the cheeto i mean that's great i'm sure i'll laugh about it in the morning i really want to know what the fuck the characters do and how that works is there two characters because you also play a player because it's a tabletop role-playing game do i have a character and then another character like how does that shit work please tell me you know you're and playing they a character that's playing a character Right, like, is that really how it is? Like, that would be kind of cool. So. I, you I know, don't think so. I the, think it's going to be more like the Tiny Tina's was where you're just in that world. In the world, right. But still, I want to see more of it. You know what I mean? And but, I would like to know more about the character creation, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. what... They're custom, but how? Like, they right. haven't really showed us. Yeah, well, how do those trees get moved around and stuff, you know? Uh, yeah, and you actually touched on the one last thing that I wanted to touch on before we moved on from this one is mm. they've been talking about this multi-class system for this game. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Is like, it, do you get to mix and match you, the trees? Do I get to take right. perks from each thing? Because if I could do that, your game's broken already. There's, It's right. not physically possible for you to release it not broken. So, like, I don't know... <laughs> I, I really want to see what they're talking about and there. In my head, it could be so amazing for builds, too, because mm-hmm. if they truly let you customize, it could possibly make it so that there's no... Like, in Borderlands, there always ends up being a meta. Mm-hmm. And if they truly let you customize, it could help to break the meta, because instead of having one or two metas, you could have ten. But I don't know how it's going to be handled. Well, and even if even if there is a meta like skill tree, like say they're they're th- tossing the skill trees back and forth. Like I can have one skill tree from this class, one skill tree from this class, and one skill tree from this class. You could say, oh, that skill tree is meta. Okay, but then I can I can replace these other two with anything and still have yeah. a relatively you know good character. So it, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, but we we got to move on from the. This has become the Borderlands show. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, two of you guys had the same thing. I don't think we ever actually said this. This is one of Neil's. Um, but Neil's and Phil had this, so we had plenty of extra time. But Neil, why don't you give us one of your actual ones, or maybe, or should I? I don't know how. Yeah, that's you should work. go. You should go, and then should we'll I work? circle back. Okay. All right. Uh, well, look, I'm gonna give the the obvious one first. Uh, anybody who knows me knows that I am hyper fucking excited for this game. Um. Sifu. I, I cannot wait to play Sifu. I'm a huge brawler, fighting game guy, and Absolver, I actually did play Absolver, and it was awesome, but there just wasn't any enough to it. Like, the fighting style was great. Like, the fighting part was great, but the actual story was only about two hours, and, like, the multiplayer was alright, but there wasn't enough variation to keep you involved, which kind of, like, led to this, like, this is a great game from an indie studio. Can somebody give them some money? And PlayStation did. 
PlayStation gave them some money. They are unfortunately a PlayStation exclusive, which means we can only get it in the Epic Store, and that's a whole other rant that I'd like to go into. But uh, I can't wait for Sifu. It is, it is going to be kind of roguelite, but it's also like like advancing and leveling, but you're doing the same thing over again. But there's just these awesome fights. Anybody who has watched the most recent gameplay footage should be drooling if they're fighting game people. So I'm all about Sifu. Uh, who is it that's doing that again? I cannot remember the developer's name, but they are the same developer that did Absol- Absolver. That's okay. I-, I cannot remember. I will look it up while you guys talk about Sifu for a second. Yeah, it it looked pretty interesting to me, uh, but at the same time, like it's not necessarily my bag that sort of game. Right. But that's how I, I feel too. Yeah, but at the same time, I didn't like, think you guys were gonna really be drooling over it. <laughs> No, I, I mean, but at the same time, like from what you've told me about it, it it sounds like something that could be very interesting. Uh, with like the, didn't you tell me there was something like like the passage of time and like yeah. if you lose fights so, and stuff, like you get scars or something. Yeah, or something. it's really cool. So the run, like it is kind of roguelike in the fact that you do runs and you unlock abilities. But what's different about this is you don't lose everything in the... Well, you kind of lose everything in the beginning, but you have these, like, five amulets. So when you go down, right, you start off as, like, a 20-year-old man. When you go down, the amulet breaks, and you can spend all the experience points that you have acquired from fighting for that long to buy, like, attributes and stuff. Your damage then goes up, but your health goes down, and you get, like... I think the, the the way the age works is it goes it like doubles every time. So first it's just two years, then it's four, and then you know before you know it it's like ten years, and then like after you hit seventy, anything past that point you die for good. So like the idea is you have to make this balance of like being young and a badass, but also the more you age in the moment you get more experience, which allows you to know more things. Mm-hmm. to get more attributes and also allows you to know how to damage somebody more. So it's kind of like that's kind of the whole uh, age system. And like I said, I knew you guys, the, the developer is Slow Cat, Slow Clap, Slow Clap, spelled S-L-O-C-L-A-P, all one word. It's a French studio. Like I said, the only other game they've made is Absolver. It was really good martial arts based but kind of fantasy thing. Um, but there just wasn't enough on top of it. Like, it was really fun for what it was, but there wasn't enough there. This game looks like there's just tons to it. I can't wait. Cannot wait for this game. I I watched a lot about it. It looks cool. Like, like Neil said, I don't think it's necessarily my, you know, exact thing, but it has like a cartoony, um, Japanese anime feel to Mm -hmm. me almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very like I I'm a huge fan of like games like For Honor, and then obviously I did play Absolver. I play the Streets of Rage, which is a brawler. It's more of a traditional brawler, but it's still that kind of like I like that brawl fight game. And this one just looks like a lot of fun to me. I just love the way they do the fighting, and you can seamlessly pick up weapons and use them. It's just the gameplay on this looks like so much fun. So much fun. And that comes out, and they're the only studio that I have seen in the last 10 years, possibly ever, that actually bumped up their game. They didn't delay it. They actually bumped it up by two weeks. Yeah. 
which is impressive. Yeah, nowadays you don't see this. It was originally February twenty first. It was coming out. Now it's the eighth. Two days before release. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa kept saying that she's like, they're gonna delay it. I was like, they can't delay after they bumped it up. Like well, Jesus Christ, the shit they'll take. I will say it had better not be an absolute buggy broken mess. Like yeah, unplayable buggy yeah. broken mess. Yeah, Little, it's gotta be now. Yeah, bugs here and there now. I mean, that's that's just par for the course anymore. That's, that's gaming. Yeah, get. that's that's but, gaming in the 21st century. There's nothing. But if you it's can get yeah, but if it's like cyberpunk levels or right. you know Grand Theft Auto collection levels, like then maybe not so much. Well, and that would be a killer because they're not they're not a, they've only released one other game. They did really get a lot of money to make this exclusive to Sony, but overall they're still an independent studio with only one game under their belt, I can't imagine that they can afford something as buggy and messy as Cyberpunk. So I feel like right. if they're if they're bumping it up, they have to at least be confident that it's going to have a minimal amount of bugs, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. But that that was my first one. That was my first one. I knew you guys wouldn't have tons to add to it, but that is definitely the game I'm most excited for. Uh, oh, I think already. it's Phil. I think it's back to Phil then, isn't it? No, Neil. Neil. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> um, so my next one is going to be Horizon Forbidden West. Mm, mm. I That's am so one. prepared for this game. <laughs> I. Uh, it's going to be my first proper PS5 game, even though it's not a PS5 exclusive, because Sony likes to. You know, it's still going to be releasing all of these games on both consoles for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, so just a brief thing here. All of the stuff that I've chosen for this list, mm -hmm. I've also considered the fact that the, the chance it's actually going to be coming out in 2022. <laughs> so I tried to. I mean, yeah, so like uh, a God of War was one that I had in consideration, but I honestly I foresee a delay in that one. But <laughs> I digress. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I cannot imagine a world where this game is bad. From what we have seen, I do still wish we had seen more than we have already, because the stuff that they've trickled out has been like single encounters. And, like, we got the most recent uh, bit that we got about it was a video of, like, just the different types of machines this time around. Mm -hmm. um, and from what it looks like, they realized the comparisons that they drew from Breath of the Wild with the first Horizon. So they just kind of leaned more into that. You can, pair, you can glide now from areas, this, that, and the other. This game is a game... For me, the, the Horizon games now, I guess I can say games. Uh, it's one of those that I never thought that it would be my type of game because it feels it, it, it feels like it it feels like it should feel like a Monster Hunter game. Now, Zach, yeah. you've played both. It definitely feels both, more like so. a me or Phil game. That's that's yeah. for sure. I, I get where you're coming from on that. But I uh, with just like Breath of the Wild, when uh, I was knee-deep in this game, I was playing constantly. I would I would walk from one end of the map to the other. I would fight every single thing. I'd pick fights with Thunderjaws intentionally. 
Um, it got to the point that I was playing on the hardest difficulty even. I felt like I was doing that good with this game. Um, I'm ready for it to be out. And I think a lot of other people are too. Uh, there's no way, I, I feel like there's no way that it gets delayed outside of this year. And there's no way that it's going to be bad. Now, what I am curious about is the meta overall of Guerrilla Games. Because Guerrilla, until they made Horizon, they only made, uh, uh, what was it? I totally spaced on the... the uh, Killzone. 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 They only made Killzone games. Yeah. So they branched out and did this. I want this game to come out. But I want them to go do something else for a minute because I don't want them to get stuck in a rut of doing the same thing over and over again to feel like they need to churn out these Horizon games. I'm, I'm knows, afraid that they don't have a big enough it. studio to pull that off, though. But it's, but it's it, been a while yeah. since the last Horizon game. Though. Yeah. It has been. It has been for sure. Uh, six, 2016, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah. yeah. I figure uh, that's a six-year... Yeah, which it has, yeah, but, and I feel like they focus all their energy into it, but I don't want them to be a one-trick pony. That's fair. I I want them to be able to go uh, do other things and maybe take what they learn from these other things and then bring it back to something. But this is the, Horizon is one of those rare success stories of a company that only does one thing branching out and doing something completely brand new and blowing the doors off of because I feel like Horizon is more popular than any Killzone game ever was. Oh uh, yeah, I, I would I would actually That's second that. to say. Yeah. I mean at least it's on the same level. Yeah. At least. At least. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I agree with you that I just want to see this game come out. I think this game has had a lot of hype. It's had a, a couple of delays now, which hasn't been great uh, I, for its uh, for its basically uh, its PR, you know, especially mm-hmm. some of the ways they did it. Not to say that they necessarily were being jerks about it. I'm just saying that, like, some of the ways they delayed, it kind of felt like, oh, we're definitely coming out in 2021, and then, no, we're coming out in 2022, but we never really said we were coming out in 2021, yeah. but we definitely alluded yeah. to the fact that we were coming out in 2021. So I, I kind of felt like that made them look bad a little bit. I think this game is good. I will say this. Uh, I am no longer uh, a person who is capable of the level of hope that you have when you say that I can't possibly <laughs> see this game not being good. I can totally not see this game and every game we're ever going to talk about being terrible just because I'm totally jaded to the gaming company at this point. So I could see this being an absolute nightmare. I very much hope it isn't. And Guerrilla Games did an absolutely splendid job uh, with the first one. My only concern is that we have this weird thing where with when a game is like this surprisingly awesome game, uh, we put all this faith on a studio and we don't really look at their track record. The Killzone games were fine. They made money, but they usually made money because they were a launch game. They were kind of rough customers. And while I'm not naysaying this game, the only real super success story this th- these people have is Gorilla, is, uh, um, is the first one. So it's kind of like the cyberpunk. Like the only thing that company had done right was Witcher, and the second one was 
okay at best. I don't care what anybody says. The third one had a lot of bugs to start with, and then Cyberpunk, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of people, I hear a lot of people going, I have faith in this company. And I'm like, don't have faith in any of these companies. They don't know what they're doing. But I think overall, I am excited for this. I think it will be very interesting, very interesting game all the way around. Yeah. I really like that is my game I kind of game. I just wish the only reason I never got into it is it's only single player. Mm-hmm. And I think what it is is I you know, I just like playing with people and I have a limited amount of time, so if I'm gonna dedicate time I wanna play with my friends. But and I get that. Uh, and I don't I don't necessarily see the downside in putting multiplayer games in stuff like that. Not not saying like even make it a games of service. Just allow no, you to I'm go just co-op. Saying, yeah. Let me play it with my buddy. That's right. Right. I get that. I totally get that. Um, but yeah, it is a good game. I am very excited to see it. I never actually finished the first one. <laughs> say that. Yeah, I uh, I would recommend uh, because I had the same conversation with Kayla. Uh, I don't know if slash when it's coming to PC, but you kind of have to finish the first game for the second game, story mm. stuff-wise. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It's one of those to where, I mean, it'll just You can't just jump a, on there. You, you, I mean, you can, but there's story-wise, it explains some stuff, and the uh, sort of end game <clears throat> bad guy situation... You kind of need to know to get a firm grip as to what's going on. I get you. I get you. Uh, I I think that like I'm I'm probably not going to play this game right away. Uh, if for no other reason than this isn't going to come to PC right away, and I don't have a PlayStation, probably, yeah. so I'm waiting a year for that one anyway. Uh, so there's there's other things that are just attracting me more at this time, mainly because I haven't finished the first one. And I haven't, like, I don't know. I know this isn't going to come out for me for another, like, probably another six months to a year. So it's just kind of like my, my attention's gone out of the way. But I, I think this is an interesting game, and it could be a big win for PlayStation. Yeah, definitely. Uh, who's next? Who's next on the uh, the old Listeroo? Be back to me. Yes. Um, so my new IP that I'm very excited for is uh art raiders mm, which that's you guys definitely don't know a what, game yeah yeah if you don't know what that is it's a uh i guess you call it a looter shooter it's a third person shooter and the premise is like um alien robot post-apocalyptic so it's you and your buddies and you loot up and you go out into the world and you're taking down these these robots but what's cool is like they're doing it like kind of like horizon not the game's not like horizon but the robots are big like horizon so Mm. like you have these gigantic like spider bots and i mean they've only showed so much it's going to be a free-to-play game Mm -hmm. um which is kind of weird because from what i understand i don't even know if there's really thing there has to be something that you can pay for in it. But they're not really advertising it as a games of service. Uh, not... I'm sure it's going to be a games of service just because it's a multiplayer free-to-play. I don't know that what the what 
what it's they gonna like really look like into what the, right what the money side of it is right but uh the i'm sure there'll be a I'm... season pass and a you know something like that like a battle pass of some sort yeah or or they'll just do like pay for skins i'm like i said i'm not sure right but it, it looks really cool it, it, the the graphics look clean the gunplay looks clean um it, it makes me a little nervous the the developer is embark and the publisher is nexon mm-hmm. they don't have like nexon has had some stinkers in the past but i'm 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 hoping for this one it looks good well and this is the debut game from embark and embark is all comprised of x dice dev developers yeah, ex, yeah from um Battlefield. What was that? Battlefield, yeah. 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 The, the good Battlefield games. Right, right. They left when it started to go bad, which which does give but got the, high hopes, yeah. The scare is the Nexon being the right. publisher. Right. But hopefully they Nexon lets those guys who know what they're doing do what they know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it could be interesting. I like that kind of almost old school 80s feel to the trailer yeah. that they had. As yeah. well, that kind of like synth music, but like '80s synth, and then it had that that the color scheme was very like '80s sci-fi action. I I thought it looked really interesting. It's definitely something to dive into, and it looks like you can actually have not even just like four people. Like it's gonna be like a big like oh, there's like ten good guys going against this robot from all over the place, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure on the player numbers. I'm right. not really. Sh- I don't know if they've even really said. Well, it says three-player co-op from what I'm looking at. I'm just wondering if there's not going to be... Like NPCs or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, like a war field. Like, or maybe like three players is the most you can have on a squad, you know? But it'll be yeah. like three squads going in. Who knows? But I, I think it should be interesting. Uh, I know this is not a you game, Neil, but what do you think? Uh, it sounds like it has something that has potential. Uh, I, I know I've heard the name. I cannot recall off the top seeing anything about it. I probably did. Uh, but I know how my brain works. And if I see something that's like one of my (laughs) basically gaming triggers, I just shut down. (laughs) It was, there was, the trailer was at the Game Awards, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. Phil, I think it was. At I didn't the game watch Awards. the Game Awards, so I, I don't know. I didn't either, but just because we did the coverage, I watched a lot of trailers, and that was one of the ones I watched. Um, I'm pretty sure it it debuted at the the Game Awards. This does look really interesting, and I'm kind of excited to jump into that one with you. Honestly, it, it, I'm hoping it's because it looks a little Outriders-y, not mm-hmm. the superpowers part, but I'm hoping, like, because Outriders was good. I'm hoping Arc Raiders does it. Right. Better. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so who's? So you guys have one left. I still have two. Right. Yes. By All process right. of elimination, it is your turn. <laughs> All right. Well, this next one, I literally had to put on my list just because of my predictions. I, I cannot avoid it. I I have to put it on there because I said it was going to come out. It was going to revolutionize the IP, and it was going to be good. So. I'm most excited, one of the ones I'm most excited for is Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> I, I literally have to because of my prediction. Uh, because if it is a good Sonic game, and it is it does revolutionize it, and it is the Breath of the Wild of Sonic games, it has to be 
It has to be something I'm excited for. Of course, the very cranky old man who has lost faith in gaming in my brain is just sitting there like, you're a fucking moron. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am, but I made the prediction, so I got to put it on my list. You know, I'm, I've... Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I go was ahead. just going to say, I've done a lot of thinking about this after the conversation mm -hmm. that we had last about this. Okay. And I don't think... I'm, I'm going to go back on something that I said a lot in the past. Okay. I've always said that Sonic doesn't translate well into 3D. Okay. But I have to say, with something like having just an open field and being able to just run in any direction, yeah, he probably yeah. would translate pretty well. Yeah. So I think that it's not necessarily been Sonic not translating well into 3D. I think it's been Sonic Team just being a bunch of fucking boobs. Oh and God. not knowing... <laughs> I've been saying this to you forever. I am and so glad knowing, that this is recorded uh, uh, on uh, tape. I have been saying this for you. So that's how... What, what you guys want to know, it takes a year of logical argument with Neil to change his mind. <laughs> if anybody was wondering. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, you know, they, they've had all these different opportunities. And then the things that do kind of work... They just cast aside and never want to, you know, do anything yep. with again. Cough, yeah. cough. Sonic Adventure Two, come on. Like the, you the know, problem with the Sonic games that have come out in the 3D, with the exception of maybe Adventure, but that's still on the edge because it was Dreamcast yeah. and it really couldn't do full open world at that point. But right. the problem with the Sonic games isn't even the campiness or the weird facial expressions or the weird bugs. It's the fact that they never commit to the open world or the 3D. They never commit yeah. they never commit to the 3D Sonic. So it always kind of feels like it's 2D even when it's 3D. And that's the problem is you you're doing these half-ass hybrid games. Nobody wants that. Either make a 3D open world game or make a 2D one. We're not saying the 2D ones are bad, but I'm saying it it can be 3D if it wants to compete with IPs like what it originally competed with, which was Mario, then it needs to do what every other one of those did and go 3D successfully. And it still really hasn't done that. Well, uh, to to counter that a little bit, I would say with Mario Odyssey, Mario Odyssey did the the 3D and 2D thing. It's a big yeah. 3D open space, and then you go down in the pipes, and then you have those 2D. But they're like little sections. I mean, oh, like right. like and forces they... and colors. It's like more than 50% of the game is in 2D. And then the other, there's plenty of 3D parts enough for them to say, oh, it's a 3D game. Like, that's that's the problem with those things is they never really commit to it. And then when they do commit to it, they don't even really commit to it. Like, you look at, like, uh, uh, Secret Rings or Unleashed. They're still very linear and very on a path. So you're not really con committing to the 3D space. You're just changing the perspective on Sonic. And the perspective of Sonic only works good in that way if it's 2D. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily have a problem with them, like, swapping back and forth. My issue is the fact that they, they've they had this, this much time mm -hmm. to try so many mm -hmm. times. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, checking to see a pasta's done. You throw it against the wall. At this point, they have taken the entire pot and thrown it against the wall, <laughs> and they can't seem to figure it out. I don't think that it's something that's impossible. I think a pasta it's against the wall. That's that's an old that's an old uh, adage that 
uh, if pasta is completely done, you take it out of the water, and when it's like not like damp anymore, you throw it against the wall. If it sticks, it's done. That's it's really weird. Yeah, it's really weird. I just set a timer for twelve minutes. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a beast. Um, Phil's over there like, I don't want to see him cook spaghetti. Shit. <laughs> just like showing you guys around the kitchen, and uh, this is the pasta wall. <laughs> just got different shapes of noodles i never take them off um but yeah no i think it's one of those things to where they've they've seen so many different ips do 3d and at this point you don't have an excuse other than you don't care that you can't get it right and at this point if you can't get literal here is an actual open field there are things go in any direction as fast as possible. If you cannot get that right, it needs taken away from Sonic Team. Yeah. Sega needs to have their own other development team within Sega Division that is not Sonic Team. Right, right. Or bring on somebody. I do want to say, too, uh, a news story just came out that originally they were going to release that game in uh, 2021. And they decided to change it in order to make it perfect, because <laughs> they I think Thank they realize yeah I think they realize that they're like we have to get this right. We're starting to lose people. Uh, Phil, anything to add to the Sonic one? I know we've been kind of jaw jacking. No, here. no. I mean, I I haven't played a Sonic game since the old like. The, I don't even know which Sonic Sonic game I played. I was like six. So Sega Genesis. Yeah, probably, and my mm. buddies had it. I never owned one, so... You know, I will make a recommendation to you. If you liked those old Sonic games enough, I'd get Sonic Mania. Neil, right. Neil recommends Sonic Mania to everybody. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> everybody. it's good as hell! It's alright. It's alright. I, I, I don't hate it. I have played through with every single character. I have a save file with every character and every DLC character and went back through the uh, Encore mode and have a save on all the characters for Encore. I still I still want that. I want Sonic to be a major player. I want him to be front and center. I think his history demands it. And I think he did the only way to do that is to fully commit to a great big 3D game that actually works and hopefully they do it with frontiers but who's next it's neil right neil with his last one uh yes sir neil with his last one uh so this one i kind of feel scuzzy putting on the list but it still kind of fell with the criteria it does it does i think it's gonna come out this year (laughs) but i don't know it's just like who knows untitled breath of the wild sequel I hate that we have to. You call had to it say that. Still, <laughs> that I had to actually say it. And damn it, if I'm not excited for this damned game. Yeah. Because th- this, I-, I had told you uh, a while ago. I had recently gotten back into the Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, back into Breath of the Wild, and it's still. I'm still finding shit, man. Yeah. I'm still finding shit I never came across. I. I, I found all the dragons now because they're all flying around and shit. I took out a corrupted <laughs> dragon, which is something I didn't do in my original playthrough. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> like, it, it's... I really want this game, but the fact that it's supposed to come out this year, we've seen all but, what, two brief gameplay trailers and they the were announcement gameplay, though. that they're... They were gameplay. They were gameplay. 
but two brief gameplay trailers and an announcement when they originally announced it in 2018, I think it was, or something, 18, 19. I think that it was even, 19. I think that, it was 19, like late 19. Yeah, I that think. they're even developing it as mm-hmm. it is. And we don't have a name for it, and it's supposed to come out this year. I've no doubt that it's going to be good, and it's going to be more Breath of the Wild. There are some games where you want something new, and I feel like there's other games that you just want more of the same, provided that it is, you know, like a second game in a series, i.e. this one. But, like, I I want this game, and I think it's going to be great, because I want more Breath of the Wild. But we can't ignore the fact that it doesn't have a name. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> like it's a real game that we know is existing, but we're call- we're forced to call it some stupid shit. I I only hope that the only reason they haven't given it a name is because it's some sort of shroud of secrecy or something like that. If it's somehow like linked into I, I don't know just some craziness right here like majora's mask mm-hmm. like link gets thrown down into uh into the the that world i forget what the world was in uh majora's mask but if it takes place in that and it's like a super secret and they don't want anybody to know anything about it because right. of that reason fine okay kudos to you but they still haven't like alluded to anything at all what it's supposed to be called and I, I, I'm excited for it, but I feel bad that I'm excited for it because this is everything that we bitch about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hyped for a game that we've yeah. only seen a tiny bit of and we don't even technically have a title for. And, uh, oh, by the way, it's actually coming out this year. At the same time, at the same time, the reason I stay unmad is they haven't given us a date and pushed it back and they haven't showed us any announced trailers with the exception of the first teaser that was by the way i just looked it up 2019 um other than that first teaser we have only gotten gameplay trailers so and i'm kind of with you on this right like i haven't been excited for a nintendo game uh, for not a nintendo game for a zelda game in a long time I, I played Zelda when I was a kid. It just doesn't do it for me anymore. Uh, Ocarina of Time was the last one I played. I told you about the bug that I encountered. So that was that. Um, I Well, I'm sorry. Twilight Twilight Princess was the last one I played. And I liked it. But like those kind of games just usually don't do it for me. Breath of the Wild changed it because that was everything I like about games. Like when you just give somebody, here's a playground. Go play. There's a story there. It's a playground, go play. And um, I loved that about Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was really awesome. It blew me away from a standpoint of I didn't think I thought it was gonna I thought I was gonna think it was fine when I first got my Switch. But then I played it and I was like, this is actually amazing. Uh, I am a little concerned about too, because they've kind of put themselves in a weird corner as far as how that game is going to be presented, how it's gonna work. Uh, so I'm interested because I don't want Majora's Mask shit. I'm with you on that. Oh, I, yeah. don't, I don't want Majora's Mask shit. I don't want any weird, weird like sequel bullshit that they've done in Zelda before. I just want you to make Breath of the Wild again with more stuff and stop making my weapons break without me being able to fix them. Like that's it. So like I, I don't know. I don't know what. But at the same time, the way they did that game 
everything is kind of resolved at the end. So it's kind of like anything yeah. you'd be questing for, there's not really a reason to quest for it, you know? Well, uh, to, to clarify, when I was talking about, like, the Majora's Mask thing, I was talking more so, like, if they're keeping the title a secret because they're tying it into, oh, okay. like, another... Okay. Yeah, no, I, if... Well, and to kind of touch on that, I did see a rumor fly, fly around. I don't know why I couldn't say floating around. Uh, <laughs> floating around the internet uh, that there is a, going to be a rewind mechanic in the game. Mm. So, like, they might actually be doing something with time travel. Like, mm. one, of the, uh, one of the Sheikah Slate abilities, I guess, is rumored to be a rewind that can rewind you back within, like, 15 seconds of something that you just did or something. Okay. Which would be interesting. It would be. But, uh, yeah, but at the same time, yeah, there's some changes that I would prefer. I would prefer to be able to at least repair my weapons, uh, everything yeah. like that. But I, I'm just worried it's going to be a very linear experience like other Zeldas. I, I, feel, I feel like now I, that they've done the open world, they're not going to do that anymore. Because one of the glory of doing the open world in the first place was questing through the land and discovering stuff. Now that we've discovered all the stuff... They should do it almost like Forbidden West, where they're putting Link in another place to discover. But it doesn't look like they're doing that. I'm very scared that this is going to be a gimmicky sequel. I I would be willing to wager that they are not going to make it linear. I I, I don't think I they hope can so. go back to I that. Totally I, don't, I, don't, so. I, I totally hope so. I do not think they can go back to that. I think it would be a mistake all. if they did. That being oh, yeah. said, I, don't, I wouldn't would... put anyone. We have been talking for a lot. Phil, do you want? Do you have anything <laughs> to add? I'm sorry, man. We got on a tangent again. Oh, no, you're good. I I played the first, like, 30 minutes. Uh, it's not my game. I, I don't like it, so I just... <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. We. I just want to make sure I wasn't like we weren't talking yeah, about again, to where you Like I'm cool with open world if they're multiplayer, and if they're not, I don't want anything to do with them. So mm, mm. okay, because I get bored it, with that much to do and no one to do it with. Yes, yes. That's I. That was your chief complaint about Skyrim, if I recall correctly. Yeah, if like Skyrim it was kind of like I get why you would probably like it. Yeah. Yeah, why? Why, Bethesda? There's a mod out there. Just make it official. Um, uh, okay, uh, so you got anything more to add to that, Neil? We'll go to Phil's last no, one. No, that was it. All right, Phil, bring on your last one, buddy. All right, my last one I'm going to go with. There, there. I have quite a few, but I'm going to go with uh, Dune Spice Wars. <laughs> and the reason being I was not is, expecting this. Yeah, I know. I was huge, huge when I was a younger kid into uh, StarCraft, mm. and Dune Spice Wars looks like, number one, I like, I watched, you know, I've seen the old Dune and the new Dune movie, I like them mm. both, I like that world, I like the the sci-fi, so I then I started reading the book, so I've gotten pretty into that lore, and uh so I like the world, and it kind of looks like it has. It's a four-player uh, RTS, or yeah, that's what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah, real-time yeah, strategy. Real-time strategy. You got it. <clears throat> and it looks like you know you build up your bases and then go attack, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is how StarCraft, if anyone yeah. didn't play that, worked. And I got hours and hours of enjoyment when that, I was younger out of out of that so i'm i'm pretty interested in it uh, that 
I am very interested that you said that. That was not one that I was expecting you to say. I can't do real-time strategies. I'm just going to put that out there. I can't click fast enough. I can't build fast enough. I don't know how to do it, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, like, not... Yeah, I just can't. Like, if it's not turn-based, I, I, I just can't do it. I used to play StarCraft with... We called it the Computer Club, but that was bullshit. We met after school, and it was just a bunch of nerds, and we figured out how to make all the, the computers in the high school link up to one network and so we'd have like nine man LAN Starcraft par parties in the school after hours basically and I was that's the king of Zerg I played Zerg I couldn't make it work I played Proteus I couldn't make it work I, I just suck at them it's not I'm not saying any of them are bad I'm saying I suck at that game. It would be like, I thought I would be doing good, and then some. all of a sudden I'd hear that announcement, like, a nuke has been launched, and then, or like, or like I thought I'd be doing good, and then just a ton of battle cruisers would come through and just wash me off the thing. So it was fun, but real time I can't do. That being said, I thought the Doom movie was really cool. Uh, I'm not as into it as you, but that is a really interesting game. I'd love to watch you play it, but it's, it's just I can't. I've I've come to understand who I am as a gamer, and real time strategy isn't it. Neil, anything to add? I didn't even know they were making a Dune game. Until, oh my god, Neil! Until like two minutes ago. Just stop admitting <laughs> that you don't know anything. <laughs> like that's you don't have to say I'll you do don't know anything. One. I'll do another one. Even worse, I've never seen either of the movies. Oh, that's oh, all right. Man. That's you all right. got to see the new one at least. The new one's pretty good. The new one's pretty good. It feels right about that. Uh, the new one's really good. I don't know if I'd worry about the old one. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cheesy. But... It's it's all over the place. And they try and do like like three 400-page books in like the course of like two hours. And it's, it's, not, it's not great. But I would say the, the, the one that just came out is pretty sweet. Um, well, that's awesome, Phil. That's an awesome one, man. Seriously. Um, so who's who's up next? Uh, that would be you, sir, with your last one. Oh, okay. Nightingale. Uh, I've been talking about it constantly. I can't wait to play this game. Survival, Victorian age. Uh, looks kind of like... It's definitely got multiplayer aspects, building aspects, uh, crafting. Uh, there's supposed It's supposed to release in 2022, and there's supposed to be a beta coming soon. Uh, I don't know how sure of any of that I am, but... I'm just going off what has been, excuse me guys, sorry. I am just going off what has been said, and they're saying it's this year, so this could be delayed, but I am just thoroughly excited for this game. I think it's a really unique setting. I think it's a really unique gameplay idea, uh, and it's made by ex-Bioware employees. So that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I I've looked into it. it. It's one of those things that I'm just not sure of. It could be right. awesome or it could be something I'm totally not interested in. I need to see more. Right, right. I get that. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I remember uh, you and I had a conversation about mm -hmm. this. And I was like, wow, that looked really cool. And I believe your response was... It screams live service. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, when you said you were like really excited about it, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can't possibly be excited about I mean, this. Go watch that trailer again. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. After you said that, I was like, oh, wow, I guess it really is look kind of live service-y. I mean, yeah. but at the same time, we've had this conversation so many times. If it's done right in right. a good way, right. like I said, the I like how Borderlands 3 did it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like, 
Animal Crossing kind of had a live servicey sort of element it to it. It really did. And I was yeah. it wasn't too uh, intrusive. I was okay with that, but I mean, there's so many horror stories out there. So there is, but that's not necessarily on the genre itself. I mean, there's plenty of horror stories of single player games too. Plenty of right. them, especially since almost predominantly gaming was single player games for 50 years. You know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited for it. I, I can't wait to see it. Uh, I understand you guys is uh, want to wait. Uh, I I just. I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about it. So that's it. That's all three of them, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, did we have any honorable mentions? I, I definitely kind of have one. Look, why don't we I all do like – he's got a few. Well, let's just go through them fast though because we are at an hour yeah. from time already. So everybody say something quick about it, but let's not spend too much time on each one of them. Go ahead, Phil, since you got the most. You want me to just rattle them all off? Rattle them the fuck off, baby. All right. So um... – one of which would be Hogwarts Legacy. If it comes out, looks interesting. It's been in development for so long, I'm a little nervous about it. But uh, Harry Potter, I always thought, was a pretty cool world. And it'd be cool to be able to make my own character um, and, and see what that's all about. Um, another one that makes me so angry, it's so single player. But it looks so good to me, is uh, Weird West. Mm. Um, which is a top-down uh, isometric shooter, I guess. Yes, from X Dishonored devs. Yeah, I'm very yeah. upset that that's single player, but um, yeah, or at least uh, that it doesn't have a multiplayer component of any sort. Like even yeah. not just like two-player co-op. And usually those isometric shooters do have that, you know. It's yeah, very it's strange. got nothing, at least of according to now. And then what was the other one that uh I, shit I can't even remember. Uh don't worry about it then. <laughs> <laughs> uh Neil, do you got any honorable mentions, man? Yeah, uh definitely Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, that <laughs> one's going to be if it comes out this year, I mean, it was supposed to come out last year and they had delayed it and it's been literal radio silence since nobody knows what's going on. If you get to pick your house and make your character and kind of have the story build a little bit around that, I think it's got absolute potential. Uh, and then God of War Ragnarok. Uh, the only reason I left it off my list was the fact that I don't foresee it coming out this year. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be the end of the Norse uh, saga. And I can't imagine they're not going to set up whatever they're going to next um, and that might be the formula that's going to be for the God of War games moving forward. Very excited for that game. Another one that I feel like can't be bad from how good the last one was right. and how well it sold. We shall see. Definitely not my kind of game. Um, I have, I'm only going to give one honorable mention. Uh, I could probably have more, but uh, I want to shout this out. It's a weird one that... Uh, no, I'm not going to remember what it's called. Rumble Fest? Wrestle Fest? Shit. Shit. Oh, I got an honorable uh, mention and I can't remember. I know what you're that. talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just uh, that game looks so interesting to me. I've played many uh, Battle Royales and um, I've dipped my toe into it. And it's just it just looks intriguing. It looks weird. Um, and 
It's Rumbleverse. Rumbleverse. Uh, it looks interesting and weird. Instead of equipping weapons, you equip like techniques to use on people in combat, and it's all close combat stuff. You can also climb everything that you see. Uh, I think that's really interesting. I think with the exception of Naraka Blade Point, we haven't really seen uh, close combat Battle Royale. I feel like that could really open things up, like... Like, all Battle Royales are, like, basically shooters or some version of shooters. I think that, like, really having a, a close combat thing is, is really interesting. And it, it just looks game to me. Oh, <clears throat> there's one more. I cannot wait for the next Skyrim game that comes out this year. Uh, that sells for $50. It's just going to be Skyrim again. Uh, they're going to just, just repackage it and sell <laughs> it as the Anniversary Plus One Edition. But... Anniversary plus one edition. Look, I'm looking forward to being stupid enough to purchase it again. So, <laughs> that was a joke, everybody. It was a joke. No one laughed because it's uh, sad. I was about to say, you had to explain it, so it definitely was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, definitely the winner. That's what the multiplayer is going to be. They're going to wait two years and then repackage it for $50. <laughs> Oh, my other one was the Pokemon Arceus, but unfortunately... Oh, shit! Yeah! Damn, I forgot about that one! Unfortunately, it's on that garbage uh, system, so... Yeah, I think that game's gonna be cool, though. I definitely want to give it a shot. Maybe I'll dust off Jacqueline's Switch for that. <laughs> Until right. you get just so angry you have to touch it, and then you put it back. Yeah, I get mad at the, the fact that the B button doesn't do what B button's supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, let's uh, let's go into odds and ends. Horrible gaming podcast. All right. So that brings us to our final segment of the show. We're gonna try and get through this relatively fast. Um, but uh, odds and ends. That's where we collect the news stories that we don't necessarily deserve a talking point, but we want to tell you guys about. We want to riff around. Neil's got five. I've got four. Neil, hit us with your first one, buddy. All right, right out of the gate, pissing people off. Um, uh, guess what? CDPR oh, settled. Gonna... Yeah. CDPR settled their class action lawsuit uh, brought forth by their investors. Did we cover this? I think we did, did cover we? this. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we did. Okay, I was about to say, I, the fact that when I asked you, if you didn't, you were like, what was it? Uh, well, I thought you were going to talk about them ceasing development to work on an expansion, which I think is bullshit, but... Oh, uh, that that was something that happened a little while ago. Um, well, we'll just bring it up again, open the wound one more time, and <laughs> make everybody mad about it again. Uh, well, I mean, I just can go into one of my... Yeah, go into the other then. ones, man. Yeah. Uh, so it Saves us time, it's good. Yeah, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl... Uh, kind of blows and uh you're i don't know if everybody remembers the whole coming about of this game but they were talking mad shit on smash mm -hmm. they said they were going to be the next smash brothers the set yeah. and the other um their twitch viewership uh has repeatedly dropped to zero mm -hmm. streaming and viewership has dropped to zero and from all all that we have seen thus far, they really aren't planning on releasing much more content for the game at all. So that was very short-lived, uh, and it is leading a lot of people to wonder about the, uh, the Warner WB Brothers one. one. Yeah, the yeah. Warner Brothers one, uh, because 
they're now, you know, it's it's now seen that Smash is the only thing that can be the quote-unquote Smash game out there. Well, and Brahalla. Brahalla's still I mean, successful. It's yeah, not Brahalla like overtaking it, but it gets plenty of viewership and it has a good esports community. So Yeah. Valhalla or Brawlhalla, not Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, Brawlhalla is no. is the one that's <laughs> not the heaven for Vikings. Uh, <laughs> heaven for Vikings. Mm-hmm. Uh that's that's the one that's really given it a run for its money. But yeah. again, just it's here we are, you know, another new idea or at least somebody trying to release competition for something that exists out there and it falling flat because the other thing is such a juggernaut that, that it can't touch it. It, it. There's yeah, it just takes all the attention from it and draws those comparisons sometimes unfairly. Well, I want to just quickly point out that uh, this game that has died so fast that they're not going to release DLC for it was nominated for two awards at the KFF, and that's Keenan's Fest, <laughs> if anybody's wondering. I appreciate you call it the KFF. KFF, baby. All right, so what do you got? Uh, Embracer buys Dark Horse, uh, a video mm, game yes. company. Yes. Embracer bought a comic company, Dark Horse, which is weird. I don't think that's ever happened that I can remember, but this means some interesting things for video games uh, as well as other things. But yeah, the the Dark Horse company, the Dark Horse comic company has been bought by Embracer, the video if, game publisher. Yeah, I was about to say, if I remember correctly, Dark Horse also did some publishing as well. So like they mm. did, there's the comic book end of things, but I think they also did have a gaming division. Oh, really? I did not yeah. know that. I did not know that, sir. Uh, anything to add to either of these, Phil? Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, d- well, I don't want to leave him out. I just want to get through this fast. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll go back to uh, another settlement. Riot Games has oh, I saw that. settled their suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, their suit that was brought about by female employees uh, who were being objectified and harassed by the developers and higher-ups within the company due to the widespread bro culture within the company. Does this sound familiar? It does. Uh, They have agreed to pay uh, paltry $100 million as part of the settlement, as well as publicly acknowledging wrongdoings of the past. So we'll see if that does anything at all. Uh, But Well, I do want to just say on a positive note, uh, you know, I, I don't know the inner workings of this case, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's definitely an example to Activision. Like, handle your shit, man. Like, they, yeah. they had a lawsuit. They've settled the lawsuit. They've fixed the problem. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't know what their, their, their stuff inside has changed, whether they have changed their policies, whether there won't be a lawsuit coming. But obviously they've done enough to make all parties happy to get the situation resolved, at least on that level. You know what I mean? So like, whereas Activision is doing everything in the world to inhibit and break and uh, just making themselves look like idiots, you know? Yeah. So, So I mean... uh, Sorry, did you have anything else to add to that? We gotta (laughs) let Phil talk. We're we're walking on Phil. It's not fair. (laughs) No, no, you're good. Okay, all right. Uh, next one, New World. Uh, they, I feel like I said this. If I said this before, internet, you can yell at me. Uh, basically, New World has an endgame issue, uh, where it's a real grind. 
Uh, Phil is aware of this as well. Uh, you and they about how they had their people play. Yeah, because I talked yeah. to you about it. I think that's why I think I thought I think I taught about it. But um, basically, what happened was they then made their end game worse. Uh, and then everybody basically released a petition to have to ask the the new world devs to play their end game uh, to show us that it's even possible. They played and they failed. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> and they did it on Twitch. They did it on uh, Twitch. Uh, I, I want to say this while this is funny and they they obviously thought they could do something that they couldn't. At the very least, I do want to give New World credit for, I mean, obviously I had said that the developer, the, the lead developer came out and admitted mistakes, was very candid in his interview. I really I liked the honesty. I do like that they, they listened to them. They went out, they played it, they failed. Maybe this will actually change it. You know what I mean? Like that, that, there is something to that that I enjoy. See, I look at that, that complete opposite. Okay. I don't give them credit for that at all because I think it just shows that they made a game that they never even played themselves. Mm. Like, well, and I that's, look at that complete opposite. Yeah. I mean, that's fair, but at least that they are willing to listen to the people enough to go in and do what they ask and then maybe change things based on that I think is good. I think one of the, the biggest problems in games with games of service is they don't listen to their fans enough. And I think that at least they listened to the fans enough to try it on Twitch, honestly. And that's a change of pace. That is true. Uh, so uh, I'm going to turn my screen back on on my phone. All right, there we go. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, probably a good idea. Uh, so you guys remember that Everwild game? That, uh, upcoming <laughs> rare game Never that everybody knows about that Never don't know what out. it is. Yeah. Well, uh, surprise, Rare doesn't know what it is either. Mm -hmm. um, so, Jeff Grubb, a well-known game industry journalist, uh, spoken to people at Rare, and apparently it's not going very well. They lost their creative director mm -hmm. and then decided to reboot the entire project. Uh, however, they have zero clue or insight as to what exactly the game is even going to be. <laughs> Invoking the same exact situation as Bioware with Anthem. And uh, as it stands currently, the estimated release date for the game is 2024. I don't think we're ever going to see that game. I think, no. I think Rare at least has enough wherewithal to be like, this isn't a thing anymore. We need to let it go away. Yeah, but and, Ubisoft isn't given up on Skull and Bones either. So <laughs> No, but Ubisoft, Ubisoft and Rare are two very different beasts, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, as far as just levity of a situation, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, man. I mean, Anthem still came out. I, like, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying that I think Rare will eventually have... And, and, and I just want to say again, there should have never been a trailer of this. We should have never even heard about this game. It was way too early. We actually saw the creative director in her weird fucking hippie house for the first trailer. I don't know if you remember that, but it was like they, they brought her up and she just started talking to us with all her rings on her fingers and whatnot. It was like, I have this wonderful artistic game that I want to talk to you about. And then she like cut away to the trailer that was like, weird animals in a field and then then she quit like 
<laughs> so we should have never heard from this. We should have never heard from this. We should have never seen a trailer from this. We should have never seen her. We should have never seen anything. But they shouldn't have been getting us excited about this in the first place. Yeah. And and I think one thing that Xbox does wrong, really wrong, is I think Xbox pressures their developers to give trailers well before they're ready to. And I think that that, that is a serious problem that needs to be fixed with Xbox. Oh, yeah. I mean, so much so that I think Obsidian straight up made fun of them with their trailer. They did. Yeah, they did. I, I think every minute of it. I straight up think that was, Xbox was like, we need a trailer for Outer Worlds 2. And they're like, all right, fuckers, here it is. And it was <laughs> like, it was like a real stick it up your ass sort of trailer. I The same problem, the State of Decay 2 developers are very big into like community forward stuff. They talk, uh, they do a stream every week like a live stream with the game every week about any updates they add and they do um AMAs basically every every week too. And they've been asked about State of the K3 and they're like, "Look, we're make we're working on State of the K3. We were not even ready to show it to you. People wanted us to get a trailer together. We put a trailer together. We didn't even want to tell you guys about it yet because we really wanted you guys to be focused on this game." Like so they've straight up all but called out Xbox without even doing it. I think that's a big problem within Xbox. They need to cut that shit out. Yeah. So you have one more, I guess? Two. Two They're quick ones. Uh, They're quick ones though. Well, yeah. go ahead with your uh with your next one. Uh so they this guy, this uh I I think he's a professor, decided to feed an AI bot uh, all of the images of every Pokemon that's ever I been created. This. And then basically told the bot to make new Pokemon designs. And they're actually really cool. Go check them out yeah, online. They they, they actually, they all came out pretty cool. Like it wasn't weird. Like a couple of them are weird, but yeah, like th there's just this bot that just started generating Pokemons, uh, like original Pokemons from all the information of all the Pokemon. I just thought it was cool. Just want to mention it. <laughs> I uh, I hope Nintendo implements that technology oh, in the man. future or something. They're probably already sniffing around. Like the next Pokemon game is just completely random Pokemon that you can't even keep track of. There's uh, already over a thousand. Right. Yeah, I was just right. about to say we're already well beyond that point. And uh, some of them remember... get a little ridiculous. Like it's just like a bag that's crinkled up, and it's like that's bag trash right there, bag trasher. And uh, he's a bug type, and fuck it. Here's a lamp uh, with some legs. <laughs> That already exists. There's also a <laughs> Garbador, which is literally just a bag of trash with a face. Exactly. Like, it's like they're not even coming up with just like, whatever, man. Whatever. Uh. Litwick is a candle. <laughs> and then it's they're turning weird <laughs> shit into dragon types and fucking with everything else, yeah. too. Yeah. And the evolution of a candle is a chandelier with the... Very creative name of Chandelure. Excellent. <laughs> Drop Absolutely one vowel, excellent. put a new one in. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Ugh. All right, do you have one more? Or? Yes, I have one last one, and it brings me absolutely no joy. Um, so, at least on Steam, Halo Infinite multiplayer is hemorrhaging players fast. <laughs> um, Phil's on his way I, to his first production. I, I think it's turning true. I was about to say, I immediately thought of Phil whenever I read this, because yeah. uh, as it stands, on average, Steam player counts uh, hover roughly around 17,000. 
that is down from uh, I believe the the previous number was somewhere around like two hundred and thirty thousand. Oh my! When it God. first launched, mm-hmm. that now these stats do not take into account Game Pass for console and PC. True, but uh, usually so, they correlate to some extent. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I would think that a better. I feel like a better gauge would be Twitch viewership uh, than player counts, uh, just to you know gauge overall interest. I think, but uh, <laughs> it seems that three four three has a lot of issues with what it is that they care about. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody is complaining about the lack of seasonal updates and content updates because they're quote unquote still in beta, even though we've now passed the official launch (laughs) and we're supposed to be in season one, which we are, but they drag season one out now until may. Right. Uh, So they've said basically no major content updates until Roughly May, uh, which, if you are keeping track, falls outside of the co-op multiplayer and Forge modes. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was Forge mode was coming with Season 2, so that could still mm-hmm. be on track. But unless they are counting the co-op as a separate thing, all the while uh, they are concentrating all of their efforts on dumping way overpriced cosmetics into yeah, store. Like is. a $20 cat ear helmet. Oh, that stupid a, Meowster Chief. I've seen that yeah. shit everywhere. It's irritating. Meowster Chief. Yeah. And a $20 Mr. Chief meme AI for the they're, game as well. They're charging 20 bucks just 20 for bucks. one skin? Uh, because of the currency, it's $20. Well, I, I, yeah. It's... It's, I, it's rough. It's, it's I, rough. I saw the other day something that really bugged me. I almost put it on odds and ends, but it wasn't really a news story. But since you bring up Halo, uh, do you know that completing the main story in Halo right now is still a rare achievement? Uh, no. I, it's I, it's I'm 24 not... days after launch, and completing the main story quest line completing the main story quest line is still a rare achievement, meaning under like oh. 5% have beaten it. I've heard the campaign isn't easy. I'm not I'm not saying um, it isn't, but usually the one thing that comes out of rare faster than anything is completing the main yeah, story. Beating the game, yeah. Yeah, that's usually like forty yeah. percent at this point. Like for it to be still a rare achievement is kind of fucking crazy. I don't know. Yeah, Just, I, I will absolutely uh, agree with that. Now I am playing the game completely different. Um I'm basically running in a straight line and constantly looking at the map and the second I see a new icon pop up I go to that <laughs> so I'm taking my sweet ass time that's some with nice it. open world stuff right there oh yeah it's that's exactly what it is too I did get a rare achievement the other day because I've managed to scale up to the highest point in the map but <laughs> I do think it's weird because that is that's one of the first things that I personally would have done myself as well right Right. Like, I mean, outside, I feel like that's not just a me thing. That's a other people thing to find the biggest, tallest mountain in any world open world game and go to the top. Right. Um, but it had had at least when I did it, it had like a one point three percent on it. So, I mean, maybe people are just doing critical path and going straight through and falling off the end. Uh, as for difficulty, I mean, I am playing on normal 
whenever I play Halo games, I always start on normal just so I can get the story, and then from there I'll go for the challenge on heroic. But yeah, I do think it's wild that that the finishing the main campaign is still a rare achievement. Yeah, a rare achievement. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, okay, uh, my last one. Uh, this is a nice, easy one. It is a public service announcement for anybody out there. If you are listening to this on audio, you have two days. If you are watching this on YouTube, you should do it right now because until J January 6th, the entirety of the Tomb Raider reboot, reboot trilogy is free on the Epic Store. I don't love the Epic Store, but if you have a PC and you like those kind of games, those games are great. They're absolutely 9 out of 10s for me. Uh, especially the second one is one of the best games, like linear-based story games that I've ever played. I love that game. Um, but all three of them, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadows of the Tomb Raider are all completely and totally free on the Epic Store right now until January 6th. So just public service announcement. If you ever wanted to play that game, now's the time. Yeah, right. I think I've got two of them, and they came free with Game Pass, or uh, Games with Gold, that is. I've actually played through the first one twice, and that's how much I like those games. Like, they were, oh. they were a lot of fun, and, like, like, I played through it on the first one on 360, then it came up in a Games with Gold for Xbox One, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to play that again. I didn't have anything going, I played it again. Rise of the Tomb Raider I got on Xbox One. It was great. Shadows is rough. They tried to do too much with it. They tried to make it a semi-open world game, and it just... I don't know. They Very rarely will you hear these words come out of my mouth, but they should have just left it linear and puzzle-based storyline. Like, that's how it... It's like a Nathan Drake thing. Like, just make it a story. That's what you're doing with it. Like, you try and shovel those open world things in, it gets kind of lost in translation, I think. Uh, yeah. But but still, it wasn't terrible. Uh, it was it was fine. But all three of them are decent and definitely worth more than free. So, if you want to play them, go check them out. Uh, but that's it. That's it for this. Everybody, ready to go plugs and then go to sleep. Sleep. <laughs> Horrible gaming podcast. All right, everybody, that brings us to the end of the show and the shameless self-promotion that comes with it. Uh, we got to go to the celebrity guest, uh, the third part of our Triforce, Mr. Philbilly330. What you got to plug, buddy? Well, we just ran our first 330 stream, so if you guys weren't able to hop in and join us on that, you can always go uh, check that out on uh, YouTube or I think Zick put some of the uh clips up on twitch mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you can check that out um we did it with generation or what's that game called? generation, generation zero you were yeah, yeah. and uh it, it was fun i think the stream went well so yeah check that out and then uh yeah upcoming warzone streams if not this weekend it'll be next so yeah look forward to that um, I will say, uh, just really quick addendum to the 330 stream, uh, Philbilly's side of the 330 stream will exist in perpetuity on YouTube. Twitch only puts up their streams for 30 days. I clipped some of the highlights from my side on it, so if you want to watch my side at all, you'll have to do it within the next, like, 28 days or whatever. Just so, just so everybody knows. 
then uh, Neil, you got anything to plug, buddy? Uh, the same thing I always plug, uh, <laughs> Halo Infinite Road. And, I, you know, I have to say, I didn't comment it on the videos. It almost sounds like you're actually enjoying this game. I, I, it's, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, I mean. Uh, more so put, than I thought you were going to. There are some things I really like about it. I'm, I, I'm not going to be dishonest. I, I promised I wasn't going to be dishonest. I'm not just going to hate it because you didn't give Noir a chance. I um, did. It was you did dumb. not. You didn't listen to any of the story whatsoever. <laughs> we just made fun of it the whole fucking time, which is great for entertainment value. But you don't. You I I urge you to tell me one of the characters' names right now. Buck. That's a cheater. Cause that was Romeo. in five. He's in five. Romeo? What? Romeo, right. you got Romeo, you got Romeo. You still didn't give it a chance. I'm not taking that back. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't hate it. I hate some things about it. I really hate some things about it. And there's some real things in that game that are like, like real fuck yous to me. Like I almost feel like it was personal at me. Like, oh, you want running, huh? Well, it's a fucking ability that you're never gonna want to keep because all the other abilities are better. But you can run in this. Like, you know, I that shit I, just pissed me off so much, so much. I I know. I I feel that. I get it. I think once we get into four, you're gonna. I feel like you're gonna have a much better time with four. I yeah, think our four last season. That's when I'm yeah, gonna start enjoying season. it. <laughs> I think I, I truly and honestly think so because when I went through the entire collection with Kayla, four was her favorite. I I mean, like I said, I have fun playing these with you just because we're having fun and I'm just being crazy the whole time anyway. So, like, that for oh, me yeah. is fun. Uh, would I have as much fun playing this game by myself in my basement probably alone? Not, no. Most likely not. I would probably immediately do one level and be like, I'm done with this. I will move on to something else. So... So I don't know. Well, it's kind of tricky. I, I am saying that there are some really cool things about it. I do like the assassinations, and I really fucking like the surprise dogfight mission, and good on you for yeah. not ever saying that there was a dogfight mission in it, because that would have really got me excited, and you never did, so it was a full surprise for me that there was a pretty cool dogfight mission in there, and I was like, sweet, dogfighting, and not the Wait stupid banshee dogfighting, everybody. <laughs> that shit isn't dogfighting. That's like a watching a sloppy plate of potatoes fly around in the sky <laughs> fucking no way <laughs> but go ahead i'm sorry this was all I part was of your gonna plot. say where do you see uh where do you see the surprises in store for four <laughs> all right all right uh is that the only thing you want to plug it's the only thing i ever plug all right well <laughs> <laughs> well for me for me, you you know, I'm going to keep it simple. I I did switch over my lunch stream to Skyrim. I actually have the anniversary collection. You can all begin making fun of me. It's fine. I welcome it. You have a right to. It's dumb that I have it. But I do have it, so I'm going to stream it on Wednesdays at 11.05. I'm really excited about that. Still doing the Amateur Hour Streets of Rage uh, Tuesday nights. Obviously, once a month, we're going to be doing the 3-3-0 with Phil Billy. That was a super fun experience. I think that's the perfect use of me and Phil Billy's time. Um, other than that, there's there's not a whole lot else to, to plug. Go back and watch the Horrible Game Awards. We, we worked really hard on that. And that's it. Check out that one video, weird random 10-second video I posted of my best Red Dead kill online ever. Yeah, that, that was, was a cool. Fun, 
Thank you. Thank you. I was very excited about that. I, I actually did slow motion on it for it. And uh, let me see. Oh, the final video from my brother for probably a while will be coming out sometime in the next week or two, just so you guys know. It's called The song's called The Outlaw. Finally got good enough footage to put with it. Very excited to do that video. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, other than that, guys, you can check us out on Facebook at OldManGamingDH, on Twitter at OldManGaming9. You can join our Discord. Link is in the description below. You can influence this and all of our shows from there. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitch, as previously mentioned, twitch.tv slash OldManGamingDH. And as long as you guys keep watching and listening, we will keep making them. We'll see you guys next week. Later. We done! We you done. recorded that, right? Why would you say these things? You know, uh, it's yes, funny I recorded say, it. I about to say it's funny you say that because inevitably, whenever we get done, and I'm like, man, that really felt good. <laughs> that's, that's usually, usually the ones where an hour later I get the fuck message. <laughs> the fuck. I message. just, I just noticed he never said, "Okay, we're recording." So. Yeah, I, I actually did, but I don't think I had my audio. My audio was fucking up at the time, so I don't think you guys heard me, and that's when I realized that the audio was fucking up. But yes, yes, guys, we were recording. We were recording. I have a lot to keep track of over here. I have, like, a, a piece of paper and one thing to click on and off. It Sometimes that gets to be too much for me. <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm being very sarcastic. I'm sorry. It's usually my stupidity. <laughs> <laughs>